On this episode, Rebecca and Madi review their year of podcasting as no damn experts. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're no damn experts. No, and this episode is airing the week before our one-year anniversary of podcasting. I can't wait till our one-year anniversary podcast episode airs. Oh, that that one's going to be a big one. Because there's so much we want to talk about in connection with that, but we're not going to talk about it today. Nope, because it's going to be a pretty big damn deal. Huge damn deal. Yeah, the best damn episode we'll put out there. (laughs) If you guys aren't picking up what we're laying down, um, just reference our puns and... and You'll connect the dots, I'm sure. Hopefully. Yeah. But what are we going to talk about today? So today we're celebrating a year of podcasting. And when we first started the podcast, we did our own research, right? Yeah. As best we could. Because we're not podcast experts by no means. No, but we knew you should have at least five to seven episodes in the bag. Because you don't want to start a podcast and then think you have an awesome idea. And then seven episodes in, you're like, what What well, else are we going to talk about? Exactly. So we came out with our first five, six pretty much. And then we kept going on. And there were some lulls in there where we're like, oh, what can we talk about next? And it was only because of timing issues. Yep. But we're, we already have 52 episodes out there right now with more scheduled, My more on the way. gosh. And you... I doubt that there are any listeners who were naysayers. I doubt anyone said, how are they going to fill a podcast, weekly podcast, about Great Falls, Montana? There might have been some naysayers. Maybe Susan was one of them. Maybe. So this past weekend, last Friday, we had an email, subject line, love your podcast. And at first, I think it's marketing. I think it's a sales director <laughs> right. trying to connect me to some other thing. Trying to get some money from me. Yep. But it's not. It's from Susan. And I'm going to read it verbatim because it's so well written and we're so well loved. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca and Maddie, I found your podcast last spring when my husband and I were planning a trip to Montana for a family wedding. My husband has taken a couple trips with me to Montana for weddings and funerals, but this time we were planning on making it a vacation. Perfect. Let me yeah, let me tell you how surprised I was when I started for looking things for things to do and I found your podcast. Well, you shouldn't be surprised cuz that's what we're here for. <laughs> but I mean, there's a podcast about things to right. do. <laughs> I grew up in Great Falls, graduated from CMR and moved away soon after. When I started listening to your podcast, you two kept making me smile and then I had to keep calling my sister who lives in South Carolina <laughs> to tell her what I learned. <laughs> Do you know how many museums are there in Great Falls? Do you know Piano Pat died? Oh, yeah. That was a sad episode. Every time I go home, my mom would want me to go to the Interpretive Center. I never did because I had no idea what it was until your podcast. Can't believe how they've expanded the River's Edge Trail and the art. Who knew there was a buffalo jump right out of town? Craft cocktails in Great Falls. Who knew? My home. Yeah. My hometown is so much cooler than when I live there. Keep up the good work. My husband enjoyed listening as we drove through, or as we drove this summer from Great Falls to Lewistown to Bozeman, on to Yellowstone, next was Helena. After that, we headed to Glacier and then back to Great Falls and home to San Antonio. I'm still listening and really enjoy your humor. I haven't figured out how to rate a podcast, (laughs) but once I do, five stars all the way. Thanks for giving me a little piece of home every time I listen. Susan. Susan. Thanks for listening, because we were just talking how some people who live in a town, and I'm not going to say Great Falls wasn't cool when you were here. It was probably just cool in a different way. Yeah. I mean, but things have changed. changed. Yeah. Yeah. 
granted, they change from last year. So Mm -hmm. there's always new stuff. But we often find people who live here don't take as much advantage of Great Falls as our guests do. And let's just say it. You were being interviewed by the by the news. Yep, I was. And she asked a question of why do locals care about the visitor center? And twenty five percent was it? Of, yep. Of our in people that come into our doors are locals seeking for information for their new neighbor that came or a family member visiting that might have different interests than them, and they want to show them a good time. Right. So, if I did not have this job. I I know I would have fun in Great Falls because I have that, you know, mindset to go out and explore, but not everyone does. Right. So the interpretive center. I can't even imagine the the battle royale that might have happened between Susan and her mom saying, let's go to the interpretive center. No, mom, I don't want to go. And then you finally listen to the episodes of the Lewis and Clark interpretive center and you're like, Dang, my mom was right. So the funny thing is, the first episode we had at the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, our audio was struggling to capture everyone's voice. I even hired an outside person to try and help me. He did the best he could. But it's not even the best quality, and she still got awesome information. Right. And, and then the River's Edge Trail, how many times have we tried to do a episode on that, and we weren't thrilled with the content? But I guess it's just because we have the River's Edge Trail on a pedestal, which it should be. Right. So we want the ped- the episode that talks about it to be on the pedestal, too. So we're glad that you're learning all about this. <laughs> and it just goes to show we don't have to be podcast experts or audio experts for you to get the most out of this, out of these episodes. Because let's face it, when we started... Audio wasn't super good. No, no. I mean, <laughs> the fact that we got it, the fact <laughs> we, that we were pretty excited. That's why we listed the first episode, episode zero. We have audio. Because we make it look flawless. And our guests who come in, they're like, my gosh, this is an amazing setup. Yeah, yeah, it is. Actually, it's not. And Jason has told us we need different mics. We need different soundboard. But that's, you know, the elevation of what we're doing here. But when we started... We kept plugging stuff in, hoping for it to work, and finally it did, and we got excited, and we started podcasting. So for this episode, we're going to do a, a year review of our podcast, where behind this curtain over there, there's a large piece of paper where Rebecca was spitballing <laughs> ideas. And I still remember, to this day, sitting at the team table at our team meeting, and Rebecca's like... We are going to start a podcast. <laughs> we're going to get the budget. Uh, we're going to, you know, try and get the repro- approval. And that's what we're going to do. And I don't know, what? <laughs> I have no idea if I'm included in this project. <laughs> Just like we're going to start a podcast. Like we're as in the organization. You are, or, or me and you. What are we doing here? Guess what, guys? I'm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the, she is production. She's the reason this thing works. Learned a lot that day. So <laughs> we... Well, Rebecca started off with, we're going to have our first five episodes. So, Rebecca, do you remember the first five? Uh, Maybe not in order, but I remember the fifth episode was Sip and Dip Lounge. Yes. I remember first episode, The Falls. Nope. So, the first one, you said we're going to give them an overview, introduce them to Great Falls. The full intro. Like, if you don't know where Great Falls is... Where the geography is, what's here, all the fun things. Yeah, that would make sense. It was just <laughs> like an introduction to the city. And then we did the falls. Yes. We're... Glacier, Yellowstone. One, two, three. I think that's five. And then the mermaids. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, so the funny thing is we put out episode zero which is We Have Audio, because it was podcast gold. We didn't want to waste it. It was funny. It was really funny. And we and we of, weren't planning. No. There was no script. There was no agenda. There was no thought process. And then we thought it was lost forever. Oh. Because we didn't save it locally. But now it's out there for you guys to listen. And that's when we first started realizing how horrible we are when we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so as you listen through all episodes, you're going to realize that we used to have a lot of word fillers that were edited out. I've changed the editing style of the podcast to not. Um, but, you know, not. We don't have the time. No, um, just because we have so much to talk about. But the one where we introduced the town, great intro. Um, 
maybe we could do that one yearly. Just share what's new. The where of the falls, that's our number one question that visitors ask us. And then the Glacier National Park, we recorded that one for YouTube, right? Is that that one or was that Yellowstone? Ooh. I think I don't it, remember. it's Glacier. It is. And we even changed the setup. That's the one the news used the video. <laughs> oh, man. I really wish the news would give us a heads up. I changed my outfits a lot. Yeah. Um, but and then we <laughs> talked about Yellowstone National Park where the park rangers used to have like lunch encounter with the bears. Yep, you get to go and feed the bears and um pretend they don't attack you. And then episode um five, mermaids. Yes, Virginia. We have mermaids. So we started to get creative with our titles. Um, but through all of these, I'm going to I'm, you're going to realize how creative we are with the titles because <laughs> I'm going to say the title and I'm going to see if Rebecca can recap it. Oh, so, well, this is going to be fun. And she didn't know since we were my doing. Mem- <laughs> since my memory is awful. Episode six was the best of the greatest damn town. Do you know what we talked about? <laughs> yes. The winners of the greatest things like the best burger, the best uh, place for a craft cocktail, the best um, shopping art. All that fun stuff. Yeah. So I think this is the one that your mom references a lot, where she's like, well, if you want to know about beer, And it's to the this. most helpful because when you go to a new town and someone tells you, like, there's always recommendations. Where do you recommend we eat? And some people don't make good recommendations. Let's be honest. No, what they, don't. they like to eat might be completely different than what you like to eat. No fault. It's just the thing that works. Mm -hmm. But if you can get masses together and they vote on what the best is, then you got a starting point. Like, this is what this town thinks the best is. It's worth a shot. Yeah. So then when you talk to someone else, like, oh, I went here. They're like, did you go to? Yeah, I did. (laughs) They were smart enough (laughs) to know that. And that's an annual thing that happens in most towns. Yeah. Um, And then we kind of designate things as the best to here right. just based on our own authority i mean because we are the tourism authority i mean who's gonna challenge us <laughs> no one no exactly one. so episode seven was let's talk to our first damn art expert do you remember Ooh. this one yeah where we visited with joan Radine with the downtown business improvement district and she shared how she painted clouds and rain buffalo on um, the underpass mural yep which was Voted the locals' favorite. Best mural. So another another favorite. And Joan, we're always in contact with her. She helped us put together our art proposal, at least sent over a template yep. for us to do our call to artists at our new office location. So thanks, Joan. And she also coordinates uh, Arts Fest Montana, which installs murals and has a lot of art features over a weekend. So You'll hear about her yeah. from time to time. We always. haven't had her on as much as we should. I know. Well, we had her on via Zoom. That was new technology for it, us. It was. <laughs> we not using Zoom. We're pros at that. But, right. But recording it for a podcast? Not pros. Nope. Um, episode eight, winter is only for hibernation if you're a bear. And guess what? You're not a bear. <laughs> so we love this. We love the sentiment of that title. And yeah. we've actually used it in our paid media as well. Because honestly, and I think I heard it just within the last few weeks, you know, mm-hmm. winter's coming and then everyone just sits at home on the couch. And I'm like, no, well, at I Mo- don't. At Montana Expo Park this past weekend, they had the Great Falls ski swap. Yeah. And I asked my friends, I'm like, are you going? And they're like, when is it? And I'm like, <laughs> this weekend and it's a it's a weekend event where you can buy used gear gear or sell your own like it's a swap so people are getting ready so this is what the locals are doing it's only october 15th that this past weekend and they're they're thinking about snow um and then and that we have a few winter episodes because we wanted to hit home yeah and then the winter's not for hibernation but that episode was just an overview of all the things you can do in the winter that one also said about like fat tire biking yeah and um snowshoeing but we didn't really dive into that snowshoeing until later but we haven't dove into fat tire biking as deep as we need to go so make a note okay i will but (laughs) we have to find a fat tire biking expert but this title that we used, um, we had this whole vision for the paid media placement because we did a video too, right? Yeah. That was a, such a busy day. 
I was exhausted. It was so much work. I don't think I was ever that tired during the summer. <laughs> so you can have a great winter, just as great winter day, just as more than the summer. You know what I'm trying to say. Well, and you get to wear a cute coat yeah. and scarf and probably cute boots. Exactly. I mean, these are the things that are important to me. Exactly. <laughs> to all of us. <laughs> Um, episode nine, the day history stopped being drunk in oh, Great Falls. Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center when we got to visit with Dwayne Bushai. Yep. So 1805, July 4th, 1805 is when they ran out of whiskey in the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center. Or <laughs> <laughs> on the Lewis, Lewis and Clark, Clark journey. Ex- journey expedition. Um, I don't I don't know if they've run out of whiskey the at the Interpretive Center yet or not, but I don't even think they have it stocked. <laughs> So I have a tattle to make. I've never paid attention to the names of our falls. And this oh. episode, The Day History Stopped Being Drunk in Great Falls, talks about John Coulter a lot, um, who was a member of the expedition and his crazy stories. Yeah. We have Coulter Falls. Yes, we do. Is that named after him? Yes, it is. So maybe we need to dive deeper into the naming of the falls and find out other ones? Well, Black Eagle has connections to Lewis and Clark um, because of the Black Eagle Memorial Island. Okay. And someone saw a lone eagle flying in that area. Okay. So there's some history there. But the funny thing to me is when we did that episode, (laughs) we weren't planning to talk about John Coulter. No. For an hour and a half. No. That just what amazes me. That's what happened. And... To have Coulter Falls named after John Coulter, who, if you haven't listened to the episode, seriously do. We name falls that don't exist anymore for John Coulter, <laughs> which I think is kind of funny and fitting yeah, it's, for him. That's my favorite character <laughs> person. Like, if he was on the expedition, I was too. I think we'd be buddying up, <laughs> or I just want to be near him so I could listen to his commentary. Episode 10 was the River's Edge Trail. We had two guests on. Do you remember this one? I do. Again, we before we had John and Becky on for that episode, we had actually tried to record our own <laughs> River's Edge Trail episode. Mm-hmm. It failed miserably. Yeah. And when we visited with John and Becky, who are amazing, passionate people about the River's Edge Trail and Great Falls and bicycling in general, mm-hmm. we again didn't do it as much justice as I think we can And I think the big problem is there's so much to the trail. Yeah. Like you can spend an entire episode talking about certain portions of the trail, certain expansion plans of the trail, certain art on the trail. Um, But I think it's hard to be focused, like have one category, like because when you're talking about Doug Wicks, like the father founder. um, And the nerd part of me, the public private partnership that exists to make that the trail system what it is Mm -hmm. oh so you have someone's like let's talk about the rivers Edge trail and we've said this on an earlier episode like the weirdest questions like can you give me some information about the rivers Edge trail or you know white cliffs Where, where do i start right and that's why i give people the map we have of where are the falls because it has the colored line to designate the type of trail and I'm like, this is just a starting point, because if I give you the actual River's Edge Trail brochure that has the 40-some attractions on it or points of interest, you're going to be overwhelmed. Right. And I think that's what happens to us each time we talk about it. Um, the next episode, Joel Corda forgets his guitar. <laughs> so Joel Corda, the voice of our podcast, the original music. Um, and now the voice of Sip and Dip Lounge. Congratulations. Well done, Joel. We'll need to get you on. Again. The whole objective was to talk to him about the music. And then he doesn't even bring his guitar. No. And then he straight up says during the podcast, I'm going to hijack this from you guys. I'm taking over. <laughs> so we had a plan going into that episode. And then none of it. It's just, nope. He comes in. And being, be it known. If you you now have an opportunity to see Joel Corda in his glory at the Sip and Dip Lounge on the weekends. Yeah. That's what we get when we get Joel Corda in the podcast studio is he just, okay, I'm now in charge and we're going to have an entertaining time and let's, I'm like. (laughs) 
okay. Okay. I, tr- I trust you. <laughs> so if you have lived under a rock or maybe haven't seen our Facebook page or any social media, Joel Carter was auditioning for the new voice of the Sip and Dip piano bar or music bar, and he won. It was a two-night yep. auditions, and yeah, so then he played. But didn't you say what during his audition? Because I went the second night. You went yep. the first I went the first night and Joel was part of the group of the first night and he played original music and got and the last song he did was an original and he had the entire bar singing along with a song they had never heard before. So this is the kind of person (laughs) who forgot his guitar (laughs) and was like, that's fine. I can get people to follow me anywhere I go. It doesn't matter. This is what I'm going to do. And he did it. And it was a fun episode. Yeah. Episode 12 was, if you can walk, you can snowshoe. (laughs) And we use that phrase all the time, thanks to Jerry Jennings. Yeah, Jerry's awesome. Um, I loved how she continually told you, Mm -hmm. oh, you can do this. It's fine. Well, this is the first time we've really started to let loose our personalities, probably. Because she's telling me I can backcountry ski. And I'm like, you're telling me how I can die. I'm in Rebecca afterwards. She's like, wow, Maddie, you said uh, ways to die in Great Falls. Not sure if this is marketing. But you know what? Now you know my abilities, what I'm afraid of. So you can know if you're like me, maybe not the best thing to try right off the bat. Or if you're obviously someone who's allowed to ski um, to go right ahead. I forgot who I was visiting with. And they asked me about skiing. I was like, no, I'm just not coordinated enough. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to say hard pass. But you guys have fun. Like, yeah, go for it. Go for it. But yeah, Jerry Jennings was on. We talked about the Silvercrest Recreation Area and how you can do this eight-mile loop. And there's cross-country skiing. Yeah. Just, again, another organization that made something happen and if you didn't know jerry's husband's on the board for the river's edge trail so chuck chuck there you go i met chuck this summer during the luminaria walk oh yeah so finally got to put a face to a name i mean besides pictures (laughs) um episode 13 did charlie wrestle ghost us oh another on-site we did we're still working on our technology there. So anytime we go on-site, it's super fun for us. But audio quality isn't always the best. We get that. We even tried to record that episode. But we visited with Christina and Tom mm-hmm. of the CM Russell Museum. And now I have more appreciation for that piece of painting that has a ghost in it. Yeah. We didn't share the video portion of it. No, because it was bad. <laughs> well, because the audio needed to be edited and... I didn't want to have to do that to video too. And then also it was it was also filmed during the mask mandates. Oh. So our tables were spaced apart. We were sitting far apart so that we could talk on the microphones without masks. And that threw another hurdle. So we will redo another one there in front of the exalted ruler a little closer when we're able. But that one was really fun because... The Death of a Gambler, that's the painting. Yep. There might be a ghost in the painting. And we didn't get near enough response for Team Ghost or not. Yeah. So we're not sure if it's purposeful or just something came about or it's a trapped ghost. So you have to go to the Sam Russell Museum. Look at the picture. And and let us know. It's not a picture. It's a painting. (laughs) Sorry. And then when we did... Um, some interior shots of the Sam Russell Museum later on the year. We had some models and we're like, let's take a picture near this. And they're getting so close to the painting, <laughs> like nearly touching it. And Christina is like, don't touch the painting. You work here. You're the models and you work here. And you you should know not to get that close. Um, the next episode, Buffalo Don't Jump. Ooh, is this the episode we did with James Parker Shield? One of three. So I've known James for a long time and the history and knowledge that guy has on the first people that were here in our area is astounding and continue to just be willing to put him in a room and let him talk the entire time. But yeah, we spent a long time with James just letting him talk and I spent a lot of time just listening, but we got three episodes out of that one conversation. Yeah. Um, 
James even said, like, after we finished recording, Maddie, you're kind of getting a little restless. Because like, I drink water, Joel, or James. Um, so Heidi's the bathroom, and we've been here for over an hour and a half. And we didn't know it was going to go that long, but you're so involved or invested in listening that you're yeah. like, I don't want to disrupt this. So, Well, the history and the stories that he can share, oh, it's just the tip of, I mean, we didn't even talk about the old town site of Moroni, which he's got a lot of stories about that too. And we used his knowledge for our new visitor guide. Yeah. But I have, I don't know how many times I've repeated whatever he said. Oh, but, about the know, drive lines? No. Well, the drive lines, yes. So <laughs> James repeated so much about it, but that finding Native American history in Great Falls is like gold hunting, like there's little yeah. nuggets, or gold mining, there's little nuggets here and there. And so when I visit with people that want to know where to go for that, I'm like, oh, so <laughs> Native American history and culture is like gold mining in Great Falls, where you find nuggets here and there. Here's a nugget. Like you go to the First People's Buffalo Jump and you can get the um, information or, you know, experience, not experience. You can learn about the 13 tribes that used the jump thousands of years ago. And they're like, what? Like Every and- guest we ever come in contact with, you should know. <laughs> Everything we share is either taken from somebody else who's way smarter than us, mm-hmm. or we read it off of a sign. So, <laughs> that's who you're dealing with. <laughs> don't think we've got some innate knowledge depth. I mean, we just absorb what people tell us, the, other, the smarter people. Yeah. Um, so, that's pretty smart in and of itself, okay? Really good. The next episode is Don't Cross That Line or It's a $25,000 Fine. <laughs> Oh, yes. Our conversation with Kelly Aline, a local champion who, along with myself, (laughs) were at the Return to Calgary exhibit, which was absolutely amazing. And then we almost (laughs) got thrown in jail and fined because we got a little too close to the art. This is one where when I introduce Kelly Aline, like, for example, this summer when I introduced Kelly to my husband, I was like, Kelly Oline, she used to fight fires in the Bob Marshall, and she climbed the the China Wall. Yeah. Like, and she's like, well, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's my story. I can tell it how I want. I'm like, well, this is just the spark. What is it? The shortened, the abridged version of it. So it's just. Yeah. In that episode, we talked about art, the Bob. We talked about. Mountain biking on the River's Edge Trail. Yeah. Um. Forest fighting. Yes. Uh, the painting that she has in her office, which I really want to see the yeah. picture. So listen to that one if you want to know about it. Because whenever I share a picture of the Bob on our Instagram, everyone's like, where is this? How do I get to it? What trailhead? And th- I want to be like, can you please listen to this episode? <laughs> it's going to give you a little bit of information that it's a wilderness. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of work. A little bit of work. So... Episode 16, give yourself a five-star review. Oh, our walking tour episode. You remembered. <laughs> I, 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 think that, I think the heading is so appropriate. The title of that episode was so appropriate. I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. So we do have um, walking tours. You can go on. Self-guided, you have to read and follow the map. So by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Which means you'll get a five-star review because you're the best tour guide you've ever had for yourself. And we have limited printed material on it. So all of it's available online, digital copies. If you need us to print one for you, you'll have to visit us and ask us nicely. And probably bring candy. Um, But we do have one printed here in the office, uh, like the formal document. The rest would just be printed from the document that's on our website. Visit greatfallsmontana.org. So if you want to know, want to know more about walking tours um, or people that do them, you've got to read about that. <laughs> because I I don't think I go on walking tours, but then I guess I do. I just visited a different city this past weekend. I might have done a walking tour. I don't know. <laughs> I walked around a lot. And I did have questions. <laughs> did you get a brochure that said this is what this is? Or did you just have a notepad where you're like, uh, at this intersection, I would like to know what this building is. I have a smartphone. Oh. So I just Googled it, and then I knew. Um, find out what some building was, and 
lo and behold, the internet told me. So <laughs> I guess I did give myself a five-star review. This one, next one, join join the Keller guys cult. Yeah, so we had Mats and Jolene on talking about um, all their adventures, high and low. They're the owners of Keller Guys Pub Theater. And that was a fun episode. I think we even got Jolene to sing to us. We did. I sang on it too, so you can fast forward through that part. Just, <laughs> it was really good. Just skip it. And then Mats shared his story about hiking uh, into one of our state parks. And the death that's termed the death march and then the float trips that they go on which they went how they get lost on the river so we were invited on the float trip this year did you go no oh they left the day after they left the day after mark my husband was leaving for work and no one's dropped off in a canoe (laughs) so really what were they going to do with us however we did buy pictures from that float trip yeah. So if you want to see their summer vacation, we <laughs> bought it. <laughs> so it's like we were there. Um, and that to, at, to that date, let me start over. At that time, episode 17, The Color Guys Cult, was widely received. It was one of our most successful episodes to date. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we even had um, email traffic or emails sent to us like saying they like it. And that's when people started asking for our stickers in the mail. So 17 episodes in and people finally are catching on that we're cool and wanting stuff to do with us. Episode 18, we already hit on the powwows and rodeos with James Parker Shield. Yep. They're not on demand. Nope. They're cultural events that happen. So if you want to see them. Specific events, a specific time. If you want to see them both. um, Plan accordingly. We can help with that, but you need to plan accordingly. (laughs) We kind of lost some creative in the next two. So Western Art Week, episode 19. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess oh, it was about Western oh, Art Week, yeah. and that's the episode we had Norma Ashby Smith on. Yes. and The founder and creator of Western Art Week. Isn't that so cool? And then I took her entire story about Western Art Week and made it into an article and put it in our visitor magazine. And it turned out wonderfully. Oh, it's I, a really nice spread. We're done with the visitor guide. It's just being proofed and our recommendations like edits are being done. Yep. So soon people. Oh, it's, it's no amazing. later than the end of this month. Hopefully end of this week. Yeah. Let's get it done. The next one was Sluice Boxes State Park. <laughs> but okay. So may not have been a creative title, but didn't we talk with no, we did not. See? This was about, this was you, and I had no idea what we were going to talk about, which was helpful that you knew what we were going to talk about, because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. So sometimes I follow search engine optimization <laughs> standards, <laughs> but I felt like Sluice Boxes State Park, putting that name on there, and then when people search our website, it's an episode that they're going to listen to. And on this episode, it's me talking about the hikes on it, like where to go, and Basically but, your experience and, and tips on exploring it. Yeah. So we did a video. We used a technology where it kind of does like a presentation video and we shared it on our Facebook. Ooh. And that's where we solicited, like, if you've done this in sluice boxes, message us. We'd we love to hear know. your story. So the next episode was Sluice Goose Caboose. <laughs> this was with Avery Patrick with the Showdown Montana, Montana's first ski hill. And we recorded this episode twice. Yeah. And it really sucked. Sucked that we had Because the first episode was awesome. The first one, we walk into the studio and we have Avery on Zoom. So technology's not new to us. <laughs> it just was horrible. And I said to Rebecca... I'm going to introduce us today. And she looks at me like, the heck you are. Um, but I'm like, no. So I say, welcome to Montana's number one oh, podcast. Yes. And she, Rebecca had squealed. joy. Jo- I squealed like a little girl. And so we lost that. So when we re-recorded it. You can recreate some things, but you cannot recreate genuine excitement. No. But <laughs> Avery came on. She told us about the mannequin jump. Told us about what's the other crazy thing they do? The pond skim. The pond skim and then New Year's Eve, they have the fireworks and the ski snake. down in the dark with fireworks on your head. Like this. Yeah. yeah great idea. They but get crazy there. She also gave a really good tip if you're a kid how to get out of ski lessons. 
<laughs> You'll have to listen to the episode <laughs> to find out. And this past uh, ski season from 20 to 20 into 21, they had the best snowfall in the country. Oh, and it's all natural, straight from the sky snow. Nothing man-made up there. So listen to it, and ski season's going to open in, what, two months or so? Yep. Just about. Be ready. Third one, or the, or the third installment of the conversation with James Parker Shield, episode 22, is the Native American Hall of Fame. Oh, which is an amazing project. I'm just going to say um, James is doing fantastic work there, highlighting the contributions of Native Americans, and they're going to have their award ceremony here, not here, soon. They're going to have their award ceremony soon. And this is the episode that you guys talk about the basketball. Oh, classy sports. Yeah. Which if you really want an out of the box experience, you can come and watch classy district divisionals and usually state every now and again here in Great Falls. And it is so worth the experience of community and camaraderie of people who just love to watch sports. And he also talked about the star blanket, was it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Star quilt. Star quilt. Um, yeah, that was such a cool piece yeah. to listen to or, you know, learn about. Um, because throughout this time, we had a film crew come here oh. and talk about art. The and Art in America docuseries. Yes, which isn't, it hasn't aired yet. But they selected five local artists, and Paris Bread's mom, what's her name? Jackie Larson Bread. Jackie Larson Bread is a Native American, and she does beading. Yep. So I think listening to his podcast kind of set me up for success when I was hearing about these stories. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, cool. this looks awesome. The next one is episode 23, Street Parties Are Our Thing. <laughs> This is a really fun episode we did with Seth Swingley of Mighty Mo Brewing mm-hmm. and Michael Hallahan of N-Bar, where we talked about downtown Summer Jam and Fourth of July Hootenanny. Which we experienced. In all of its glory. You probably better than me. Well, I have a lot of perks to the job. Well, as content director, you have to take photos and get good video and so, make sure people are in the know. I just participate in the uh viewing of everything so my husband says you're working on fourth of july i'm like you have to be the photographer for the lanco performance like <laughs> shucks <laughs> that they put on an awesome show and they play for the fourth of july hootenanny and wow yeah and honestly they knock it out of the park with the hootenanny uh lanco this year chris jansen the year before no yes was it no. I know Granger Smith was one of there them. There we go. Okay. Not Chris Jansen. Granger okay. Smith. Okay. They Lanco put on an awesome show and then we asked for a video liner. And again, self serving. I had Brandon Lanster of Lanco say my name on the video. Just like and you mispronounced <laughs> it. So again, Brandon, if you want to fix that, let me know. Um but that was a great one and they talked about their like block parties that they had this summer too. So a lot of things going on downtown. My favorite story from that episode, which you'll have to listen to, has to do with a random encounter at a hot dog vendor stand. Yep. Like, what, 2 (laughs) a.m.? That's how business gets done in Great Falls. (laughs) The next one is Aliens in Great Falls. Oh, where we visit with Scott Letchery about the oddity that is um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So I do this presentation at the military affairs luncheon committee or military affairs committee luncheon the other week. And I'm trying to hit things as fast as I can about things to do in Great Falls. And I said, oh, and you can go see the Voyagers. And I'm like, and it's not based off of Lewis and Clark. That the Voyagers is not because of their expedition, even though we've said, if you don't mention Lewis and Clark, they're going to tape you up, board you down. Right. Um, it's about aliens and how it was like the first UFO sighting when the executive and his assistant were on the field having a picnic, picnic. with a camcorder ready. Um, and that's how they encountered good. it. So they're all laughing. And I'm like, if you need to listen or need to learn about it, it's on Wikipedia. Like, I'm not making this <laughs> You can't make up stories like that. No. But yeah, we shared that story. And please listen and then let us know if you think it was weird as well that the picnic was happening. 
So we're at 43 minutes about in this to this episode. We're only halfway through the episode. So we'll we'll see if we'll make it an hour, not um we'll just I'll do some highlights. Well, um, we could also do two episodes of a year in review. <laughs> we'll see cuz the next one are Tuesdays with Maury Champion Chat with uh, Mr. Bash. It was nice another play on historic culture like yes Virginia we have mermaids um Tuesdays with Maury uh really great conversation who's a champion that loves Great Falls and gets excited about the so community so much in love with Great Falls yeah nerd out on that episode with us just roll with it oh this is Roland yep he's the one Roland Taylor is the one who says oh I've done whitewater kayaking in sluice boxes, all come on the podcast. And then shares with us absolutely everything not to do. Yes. Don't do it at this time like me. Don't do it. <laughs> so it's the perfect episode to listen to. But this is where you gain the valuable insight about Coleman Canoes, which are prevalent in most of our episodes following that one. Yes. Episode after that, Greatest Amamosa Showdown. What can you say about that? It was about the Mimosa Showdown. And we had Peter Jennings on, the yep. owner of the Hotel Arvon Celtic Cowboy Dark Horse Snug. Yep. We tried to get him to do a little bit of trash talking. It's not in his nature. No. He was very kind to his competition. I'm just going to tell you, other people who compete in the Mimosa Showdown are not as kind no. as Peter. Keller guys won. And, oh, uh, yeah. It was, it was a great Strawberry time. basil mimosa. Yeah. Um, it was a big event. I it was, the weather was absolutely amazing. Perfect. And Couldn't they, have asked for anything better. They sold over $60,000 worth of worth mimosas during the showdown. That's a lot of mimosas. That's a lot. And before you judge, there was a lot of people there too. There, there wasn't just us. <laughs> Three people. <laughs> so that's how big the event is and it's going to be bigger next year. So mark your calendars. It's International Mimosa Day. The next episode, Walking Tacos, <laughs> which is so weird. I saw him at the State Fair. This is the one with Jason. Have you had, yeah, have you had one No, yet? I'm not. I'm <laughs> Mexican. I'm not going to have Walking Tacos. Yes, you're going to have Walking Taco. <laughs> this is where we talked about Electric City Speedway with uh, Jason Laird, who is the voice of the Electric City Speedway. And how you can get Walking Tacos there. Uh, this ain't our first rodeo. <laughs> we talked about rodeos. And I'm so upset we never even said that phrase during the episode, but I was smart enough to name it the title. <laughs> and this one is great because I didn't know anything about rodeos, and Rebecca tells me what I need to know. And um, the other thing is you ask great questions that I hadn't been asked in, let's go with 35 years. So <laughs> some of the information may be incorrect. Episode 30, grottos and head tattoos. <laughs> I don't remember what the content of this episode was other than I screwed up Grotto that you were looking for and that didn't air. I remember that. And then you talked about the guy you met at the the gym. At the gym. But I have no idea what that episode was about. It's about the River's Edge Trail. Oh. I know. <laughs> because there's the Grotto area near Box yep. Elder Creek. So some of these things, we don't know what we're thinking. We'll listen to it. That's our, our third attempt. Yeah. Or second um, and then we went into, this is from the summer, Recreate Responsibly. Oh, this was a, did we have, yes. T tips on how to not upset bears and other essential information. So I think what this was the overview, just you and I on that episode, mm -hmm. but we do have more information about recreating responsibly in another episode. Yeah. But really great tips of how not to get eaten by bears or fall off cliffs. Pretty much it, it's applicable to anywhere in the country. The big thing is people who recreate outdoors on an ongoing basis know this stuff. But if you're new to it, like you're like, I'm going to go adventure in Montana. You may need to remember how to recreate responsibly so you can stay safe because it's not really like going to the mall. No, maybe we can talk about this more in an episode, a different episode, but independent outdoor adventurer. Mm -hmm. You get the map, you go and do it. Yep, you figure it out. Don't get lost. Okay. I'll tell you something after the episode. <laughs> so the next one, our lies are our truth. We had the illustrious Enya Spicer on. Oh, okay. You remember. Yeah. I always remember that episode because I'm like, I wonder, well, it's our story. We can say whatever we want. Exactly. Like, I like that title. So and we shared 
craft cocktails, and witty topics for a to-do list. Yeah, for the summer, for June. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The next one, The Hysterical Nine. This episode we did um, with the Malmstrom Air Force Base Museum Executive Director, and it was the one and only episode where I snuck out early and I felt awful about it, and it was your first time closing the show. It was. Rob's on, and... (laughs) The funny thing is that Rebecca's like, I have to leave that this time for an appointment. And then we finish the episode and Rebecca comes back. The ep- the appointment's at a different time. <laughs> and I felt awful because I hate leaving the episode. But then I get out and I'm like, oh, the meeting was at three, not at two. Like, Oh, good Lord. But it's a fun episode. And the hysterical nine is in reference to the former uniform. That commanders would wear at the wing, yeah, at Malmstrom. So, and you get a lot of cool um, information about the land lease program. So, listen to that one. What Montana Expo Park used to be, or at least portion of it. Episode thirty-four: The Search for Ripe Bananas. Our episode with Hillary Rose Shepherd from the Great Falls Symphony, and this one pretty much opened up a lot of doors. Well, not only that. But Hillary's just fun to visit with. Oh, Hillary's amazing. Brought gifts. Yeah. Both times she was on the episode or on the show. Yes. Um, And we love this episode so much that we then had another episode, which is yet to air. It's going to air later in November. And we had Hillary back on with Grant. And we still don't find out the equation. So spoiler alert. (laughs) Because I don't think I phrased it right. That's on me. But they liked us so much. We're ki- Do we even share it? Yes. We're Always. kicking off our stadium tour Yep, with the Great Falls Symphony at the Mansfield Center on Halloween. We will be the MCs for the Halloween matinee performance. I mean, how, so cool, how cool is that? Now, we do get some creative liberty with the script. It is scripted. So we're going to see how we do and if we're invited back. So <laughs> And the symphony will be there. Mm-hmm. But you will get some of this banter that you've grown to love on We're No Damn Experts right there on stage. Which is October 30th at 11 a.m. You need to come in a costume. and Because we'll be in costumes. We will. Um, the next one, the Keepers of the Buffalo. Oh, the Great Buffalo Hunt. The big. Uh, you'll see Art Buffalo all over our city, and we talked about all the buffalo, and then um, had Christina yell at the episode, we're not live, so we didn't hear her, and then told her we plagiarized most of the book that the CM Russell has made about it. And she emailed and said it was okay. So thank for, God. Forgiven. <laughs> um, but this it talks about the locals' obsession with Where the they are, what pictures they want, all that fun stuff. And uh, this one's going to be tough. Yeah, we can't pronounce Trombolet either. <laughs> I think I'm pronouncing it right. I remember Trombolet. And this is where we also learned about soft sculpture um, with Courtney Herent with the Urban Art Project. And there's a new reception. Was it already happened? October 5th. Okay. Yep. Well, so then a new exhibit. Yep. A new exhibit is up. They change out quarterly and it's... Again, crazy thing, a parking garage full of exhibits. It's really awesome. Episode 37. That's what Tree said. <laughs> One of my favorite, most unexpected episodes with Colin Threlkeld. Yes, there you said it. Wow. <laughs> Man, because before we have a guest on, I'm like, so I'm pronouncing your name this way. And they're like, you're pronouncing it wrong. Um, <laughs> but that, that episode, he's with Seamist. Central Eastern Montana Invasive Species Tree. (laughs) Whatever. There we go. Um, And we talk about invasive species and how you should play, clean, go, and drain, dry, go, or... (laughs) Clean, drain, dry. Clean, drain, dry. I had my husband listen to that episode last weekend. He loved it. And he was like, I didn't know this. And I just kept going. So we invited Colin on to the show for that episode after we begrudgingly sat through a presentation of his on 
invasive species. Now, when he says, I'd like to come and share some information with you about invasive species, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to spend an hour of our time learning about invasive species because we get this information from the state. And that is my first error ever. He Amazing. have Colin come and tell you about invasive species because it's him a on your podcast. a lot more informational and interesting to listen to Colin tell us about invasive species than reading about it on a piece of paper. And that podcast episode was so good. He was recruited for a position. We launch careers, people. Pretty much. The next one, beaver tails. <laughs> well, I can only imagine it has something to do with, Lu- oh, Lewis and Clark Interpretive <laughs> Center. Uh, and the festival that happened, and we had Dwayne Buchai on again. Yep, Trainosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah. Railroad History Museum with... Dean. Dean Zook. Yep. And we also talked about other things that Dean's involved in, which is an eclectic mix of crazy things. Yeah. Um, you'll have to listen to that one. And I love the pun name. Joel Corda remembers his guitar. <laughs> he serenades us with a new song. New song, like multiple ones, right? Yeah. And shares with us all the artist stuff that he's doing right here in our community. And at that time, this episode with Joel uh, still didn't have information on the Sip and Dip new music bar thing. So we didn't even talk about that. No. The Mountain Man. We talk about beer with Jeremiah in his brewery. When it was 96 degrees. And there was no air conditioning, but... There was beer. There was refreshing beer. The Good Idea Fairy? Mm. None other. Brian, our talk with Brian from Highline Climbing about his trip into the White Cliffs, where he did not get lost. (laughs) He's a pro at it. And they just had a rock climbing competition there. Rocktoberfest. Rocktoberfest. Love the name. Bear droppings. Oh, Fred with North 40 Fly Shop talks about his experiences fishing all over the world and neglects to share like his biggest inductee Hall of Fame claim. I know. Who goes on a podcast and we're like introducing you and we're like, oh, you're the director of Great of Fall of you are the director of fish in Great Falls. And he's like, sure. You can't say, like, no, I'm actually in the Hall of Fame. You don't lead with, uh, I was inducted. That's how I would lead. Yeah, that's the kind of authority I want to establish. Thanks, Fred. After we do our our stadium tour with the Great Falls Symphony, I will introduce myself as a stadium touring podcast host. Exactly. But, hey, what do we anyway. know? So you're saying there's a chance. <gasps> Influencer Chance. Yes, from our Instagram. And he talks about all the trails he's been on, which is really cool. And then Madi tries to figure out how he has all the time in the world to do this because obviously he doesn't have a job, which he skirted the issue a number of times. Well, he's now into real estate, but before his previous <laughs> job, he had three-day work or three-day weekends all the time. And that's how he was able to do it. So thanks. thanks. I, I wanted to know. <laughs> Summer hangover. Um, we talk about all the cool things we did in the summer. You and me, no guests. Because we had a lot of guests. How to get the mayor to buy you a beer. (laughs) Our first episode with Mayor Bob Kelly, and we share information about how he flies on a plane and just meets random people who are interested in our community. So, Matt, um, (laughs) born in the river. (laughs) This could have been the funniest episode to date where... Craig and Madi just have the best banter between each other. Craig uh, with Montana River Outfitters. Oh, and this is another like, hey, how to be safe on the river, right? <laughs> and um, the stories of people who've been on our rivers and all the fun things that happen. Are you ready to become famous? This is episode number 49. This is about our new office space in the mural. Yes, we're, st- we're uh, still soliciting some input from artists for another three days so we'll see who wins we get selected so uh yeah wait and see <laughs> episode, it's gonna be great episode 50 which is now i think the funniest episode today which my husband has listened to and told other people to listen to because he doesn't listen to the podcast no um but he's telling people this is the episode license to kill i've gotten more comments on this episode and people <laughs> really tell me so i'll I drive up to my coffee place and the owner of the coffee place is like, 
I just listened to your most re- recent episode, and she starts laughing, and I think, oh, had to have been licensed to kill. Oh, yeah. We demonstrate in this episode our complete and utter lack of knowledge about hunting. Yes, what shed hunts aren't. <laughs> we don't even pretend to be knowledgeable. So you real, it is the most enjoyed episode that most people have listened to to date. So that's episode 50. <laughs> episode 51, how did you get our number? The weird questions people ask us. Yeah, and I... I had conversations with people I met this past weekend, and I was like, just pretty much replaying the episode to them. But yep. yeah. The uh, funny thing is, after we did that episode, I got a really weird question, and I've already written it down and shared the story. Can't wait. So I'm ready. <laughs> um, and then our most recent one, what's peeking around the corner of Room 18? This episode... I did not like editing this episode because I had to relive it. And even on this episode, I said I have second guess, second thoughts about inviting you on the podcast. So we visit with Sarah Justice of the Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art, and she talks about ghosts. And how they had two ghost hunts this past summer, and their go- their ghosts confirmed at the square. It was amazing. And I... This is one of those episodes where I was like, I hope this goes well. What's really going to happen? Sarah knocked it out of the park. You know, I'm missing one. I think I skipped over one. Oh, I did. Episode 48, Secret Society. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just... Huh. 48, Secret Society. We had Carrie and Colleen. Oh, yes. Carrie Where and we Kaylee. launch uh, the Newberry and their little, uh, not little. <laughs> their Sound Association membership. Yes. Yeah, that we get to go to this Thursday. We're not a part of it, people. But you should become a part of it because you get insider deals and exclusive information. And then you can tell them you want to bring in Metallica. And she's going to say, say no, no. But hey. You can, tell, you can still tell her and it'll hold weight. We can tell them things and they're like, thanks for your input. We don't care. So I like it when guests reach back out or reach out to us after the episode airs and they're like, oh, I should have done this. So if you want to apply for the Sound Association membership, you need to include a picture if you're a guy. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and um, that's what happened in the episode. So yeah, we're just making that up. Um, but back to 52, what's peeping around the corner of room 18? You should probably only listen to it if you're like with someone, not alone, not at the square at night. <laughs> with your lights on in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's spooky. I don't like it. I love it. But also, I love the Listine exhibit, which has those elements of if those things came to life and wanted to conquer the world, they could. I tell my husband, we had this episode um, with Sarah on for this episode. I'm like, you've met Sarah. She was at the Sip and Dip auditions (laughs) when my husband screamed out something inappropriate, but whatever. Um, So that's how she remembers him. (laughs) And he's asking me these questions. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Just listen to the episode. We're done here. Like, we're done. So we've done 52 episodes. And is this 53? I don't know what episode this will be. This is what, today's the 19th, 18th? I think this is airing the 29th. Oh, that makes more sense. So we'll have one between here. So maybe it is the Great Falls Symphony that's next week. Or we're having, we have some other content. We We don't really know. We haven't touched on disc golf. Oh. We have not touched on a multitude of other events that happen you know what would be fun is everyone who listens to this episode comment what topics you think we haven't even considered yet oh or i shouldn't say it that way what do you want to hear next yeah what topics haven't we covered that you're just dying for us to talk about i think we need to do one about agriculture yes um i i know for certain that's one we actually need to do but we have some ideas from our friends at Northwest Energy for some episodes, and they're brilliant. They they're so amazing. Brilliant. I'm like, yes, so excited we will be doing those. Yeah. I'm excited for the episode we're going to do tomorrow and what the spinoff is going to be from there. Yes. And then I am. I want to have um, Tianta. Oh, yes. And I want her to talk about her Act Normal Theater. And they have something in the works for March. Ooh. So, yeah, we get to hear about what they have cooking. So a lot of things going on. Awesome. 
So if you have any input, email us at information at visitgreatfalls.org or give us a call at 406-761-4436. This has been fun reliving the last 52 episodes that we've created. Near a year. And couldn't be happier to be doing this. It's a super fun way to spend your day at work. Yes. Mostly because I don't have to edit it afterwards. I just, oh, I'm done and I get back to work. There's but. only that one spot. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening. And until we see you here in Great Falls, we hope you are having an amazing time wherever you are, creating wonderful memories with your friends and family. Bye-bye. We're no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie bring in a damn expert to celebrate the podcast's one-year anniversary. We're No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.